Hello, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. This week, the Ringer is launching a new podcast feed called Boom Bust. It's a new hub for narrative podcasts documenting the rise and fall of companies, celebrities, and trends. Season one, hosted by our own Alyssa Bereznak, takes you through this spectacular journey of HQ trivia, the once $100 million industry-altering company turned disaster. Alyssa interviewed dozens of former employees, investors, journalists, and fans, bringing you the -the behind-the-scenes story of how HQ crumbled from within. Subscribe to Boom Bust HQ Trivia and check out the first two episodes out now on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. And I'm Kate Hallowell. Today's episode, we are discussing Harry Styles' new thirsty music video. So thirsty. We're doing a huge TikTok and like social media update. And then we are finally, finally, you guys, ending cringe mode twilight. It's over after this episode. You're free. Be free. Okay. Oh, the end of an era. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics, especially if talking about Twilight. And now let's spill the tea. Okay, so we don't have a name for this tea time checks in with, but I'm just yeah. labeling it as it like Kate Hallowell like centered okay. updates because First all, all these people apply to you. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I took Lana Del Rey as a favor to you personally. Thank you. Um, two out of three of these things are things that I'm passionate about. Let's start yes. out with Harry Styles. Now, I just want to offer a disclaimer. I'm in my childhood bedroom. My parents are right next door. My mom's going to be listening to this episode, probably in the next room tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So as I'm talking about this Harry Styles music video for Watermelon Sugar that came out this week, I just need you to know what I'm going through to, <laughs> to really give the people what they need. Yeah. Because this video, first of all, this song is just unambiguously about oral sex. And I've gotten a lot of texts being like, Kate, is this song what I, about what I think it's about? And I was like, yes, it is. Yes, you've had to confirm that is. for me, my naive ass. I did. Like, my sister also texted me about it. So <laughs> um, clearly I'm an expert. And so Harry Styles in the video, the video is overtly sexual and yet not because he's right. on the beach. He's fully clothed. He's with all these models, men and women, mostly women. Mm-hmm. And he is eating watermelon. But he's eating watermelon and he's caressing watermelon and he's eating watermelon in a way that is edited to make it look like he's not eating watermelon. (laughs) Correct. The way he's eating watermelon, right. It's not like your usual summer barbecue in the backyard with your uncle and your family. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, much, much different. Much different. It's very different. Um, (laughs) It reminds me of that Rolling Stone photo shoot that Zoe Kravitz did last year where she's holding the watermelon and it's like just extremely overtly sexual. Apparently the watermelon, who knew? It was I such know. a sexual fruit. Wouldn't peg that as a, yeah. But, but it is. Harry Styles um, makes it. He does. So the video starts out, it's like, this is dedicated to touching because obviously they shot it before and now we're in the after. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but some fun tidbits uh, were, first of all, it's just a fun music video. It's like very 70s, very lighthearted. Yes. But the directors were talking about it in an interview and they said, Harry actually owns a watermelon farm in a secret location that we can't disclose. I was like, is that real or is that just like another metaphor for anything Harry Styles does? Yeah. But <laughs> it, I think it's real. They were like, the day before the shoot, we went to the watermelon farm with the whole crew, makeup artists, set directors, focus pullers, you name it. And apparently they That's all That's so fun. Yeah. So who knew? Harry Styles, you got to get those different um, 
you know, areas of money coming in. You know, he's got True. the watermelon. He's got the music. Right. He should expand also like lemon trees, orange Ooh. groves. Feels Ooh. like it's endless. Yeah. He has a song about cherries. Maybe cherries. He has kiwis. Mm. A lot of songs about fruit, Harry Styles. Oh my God. Yeah. He should just yeah. have a whole farm of all of his different songs. He should. And he also, there was a tweet going around the models. You brought this up, but the models yeah. were talking about his very polite behavior on set, which you love to yes. hear about. Apparently, yes. he was like asking them before he touched any of them. They were calling him consent king. Which <laughs> listen, anytime you're going to eat watermelon, you have to ask first. That's just the rule. Correct. You did a very good job talking about Thank that. Thank you. I will say very Thanks. classy. Kept it I'll high level. Know. I'll let you know what my mom says. <laughs> Call me tomorrow. Okay. Great. Next thing we're checking in with. Great news. Great veg news, I should say. Oh, my God. Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix are pregnant with their first child together. Congrats to them. Love is in the air these days in quarantine. Everybody's pregnant. It was reported that she could be as far as six months along, which is like, I mean, she would be giving birth around the same time as Gigi and just shortly after Sophie Turner. It's weird to think of her like in the in the same like range as them. Like, I guess they Agreed. are a similar age, but it's she has such a different vibe. <laughs> think <laughs> to about think of them. Yeah, I know. Think about that pre-K class. You got Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik. You got Grimes and uh-huh. whatever the yeah, hell we that talk name about is. That. And then you have all these other celebrities. You have Leah Michelle. Maybe her baby's thrown in there with oh, this yeah. kindergarten class. Anyway, I'm curious because, you know, they're very outspoken vegans. But Grimes actually was a vegan for almost her entire life. Gave it up while she was pregnant. She was craving cow's milk. And obviously she needed more protein. Very curious about the lifestyle that Rooney Mara is keeping up at home. I am too. Also, I, this is stupid, but I have to do, I have to do this. Technically, vegans are like if it comes from an animal, we can't eat it. So like, no dairy, etc. Rui Mario, right. are you allowed to breastfeed your baby as a vegan? Yes or no? We're gonna upset a lot of vegan <laughs> listeners if there are she any is. at all, I'm sure and she we is. are sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Apologies potentially, potentially a a very weird baby name coming out of this couple. Yeah. And people were like, this is the baby that is prophesied to defeat XAEA12. <laughs> there can like, only be one. Two, yeah, there can only be one super weird baby. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of weird, love weird babies being brought into the world. We love it. Love to see it. Yes. And then today we had to fit this in because it was just just some messy bullshit. Mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey, uh, formerly of of Sticks fame, dating Sticks, <laughs> the, the famous cop. R.I.P. Yeah. So yeah, her taste is already in question. Right. Uh, she posted on Instagram this long ass rant, which if it's more than a paragraph, don't put it on Instagram. That's my Correct. first take. I don't want to see it if it's. I have to zoom in to read the, the text. It's not for Instagram. There are multiple platforms that this could go on. But this was just a rant. It was. She started out question for the culture. Okay, Lana. Mm-hmm. Starts out, she says, now that Doja Cat, Ariana, Camilla, Cardi B, Kalani, Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce have had number ones with songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc. Can I please go back to singing about being embodied, feeling beautiful by being in love, even if the relationship is not perfect? Blah, 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 blah. Basically a lot of bullshit. Yep. Saying that she's faced more criticism than these largely women of color, which is not a good look, Lana. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also just not true. It was a really dumb thing to imply. And she's basically like, I'm not not a feminist, but like there has to be a space in the world for women like me. I was like, the world is made for women like you. So Correct. please Correct. shut the fuck up. Um, so basically she's releasing a book of poetry. She's releasing a new album in September. I don't really care, but like somebody tell Lana not to post this. Yeah. yeah, it was really, really tone deaf and really offensive. And this is coming from two white women. So I right. like, I, I can't even imagine right. um, this woman on Twitter that went really viral, put it 
really well. And her name is Sean Fay. She said, think Lana's post would have been fine if she hadn't compared herself to a group of mostly black women with the clear tone that she thinks she's been treated worse by the media when that's observably untrue. It, right. I mean, that's the best way you can put it. Right. How stupid can you really be? Truly. Clearly Lana needs someone, uh, not sticks, someone else to Correct. stage an intervention and be like, you're not mistreated. She never deals with criticism well. She went after music writers who didn't review her last album well. So, like, she just needs to deal with oh, criticism yeah. and realize that she's privileged. Like, come on. Also, shut up. That's just not true. That makes me mad. But yeah, horrible thing to end with. Um, we're moving swiftly along to next category. This week in social media slash not worth the tea because everything that's going on social media now is not worth the tea. Let's true. dive right in. Amelia, go ahead. Okay, so um, Megan Fox is in the new Machine Gun Kelly music video for like My Bloody Valentine, which is actually, it's it's kind of a banger. What did mm-hmm. you think? It's all right. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> I know that Kate said she didn't hate it. So, right, um, right. same here. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, they were spotted like out and about in like a car together. And I guess Brian Austin Green, who is married to Megan Fox, said like their relationship is essentially over. Mm-hmm. So now people are speculating that Megan Fox left Brian Austin Green for Machine Gun Kelly, which, wow. Yikes. I don't want to hear about anybody in that group. Like, it just, and I get that news is slow. It does help tea time and the world at large. But, like, I don't care about Machine Gun Kelly. I yeah. also don't really care about Megan Fox. For I just she, never loved her. She just hasn't had a hit since Transformers, maybe? <laughs> you know, which she was good in that movie, I will yeah, say. But, she's, but And yeah. I think she's stunning. But, yeah, yes. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Um, mm-hmm. Good luck to them, I guess. Yeah. A- again, Machine Gun Kelly, how you are pulling these women is just amazing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> um, also, as you know, Jojo Siwa, is she entering a new phase? Because yes. she did a TikTok. She has her hair down. There are no bows. Jojo Siwa, I feel like, Amelia, you honest to God, might have been one of the first people to tell me about this girl before doing her realsies, before like getting Yikes. on YouTube and TikTok, had zero clue who this chick was. She sure. comes from Dance Mom. She was like a little kid prodigy. Now is still a dancer, entertainer, like pop, quote unquote, star, but it's really geared towards children. So yeah. before this, she got a lot of shit from people her own age. She's a teenager being like, you know, she's very childish. It's like she's in these like bright bows and these really high ponytails, very like yes. cartoonish. And obviously the teens are like too cool for school. So they right. hate her. Right. And she gets on TikTok and TikTok blows up. And then she's beloved now. Like absolutely 100% approval rating. I just recorded a For Realsies with Zoe Simmons and I asked her like, what the hell happened? And she literally is like, she's just very genuine and everyone loves her. Yeah. That is why, because nothing about this girl screams genuine to me because she is like 17 and still rocking the bows and like bright sequins. Yeah, she has made an absolute just killing with this whole image that she has. She's like worth millions and millions of dollars. She lives in this gigantic home worth millions of dollars. So it does work. But yeah, it appears for people like who are in their 20s being like, oh, this is kind of cheesy. It's very endearing. She's very charming, whatever. I'm sure she's a great performer, but bizarre. She's just like absolutely loved now. She also just turned 17. She threw a Jojo Siwa themed birthday party. So like, 
She ate Jojo Siwa ice cream. <laughs> she had her face on the plates, on the cups, on the banners. She had an entire, it was in her own home. She had an entire stage in her backyard. I don't know who she performed for, but she was doing like a Jojo Siwa performance <laughs> oh of my some God. kind. She performed for her TikTok fans. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, the people love her. I don't get it, but sure, why not? But sure. I'm hoping this is maybe a new, like, phase for her. I don't know. Yeah, so you're saying, actually, that she's kind of going to ditch this childhood phase, kind of go Miley Cyrus era? Maybe can't be tamed. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Well, we hope, I don't know, Miley Cyrus kind of, like, stumbled a bit in in her, like, later teens, so I'm not sure I want the same for her, but yeah. We'll see. Another person, like, everywhere on TikTok these days is poor, poor Debbie Ryan. She is not getting the JoJo Siwa treatment on TikTok. In fact, the only reason why she's blowing up is because people are absolutely destroying her for her, like, acting ability. Oh, no! Have you seen this, Amelia? No! Oh, my God. I thought this was positive. So, no, people are like, you suck at acting. Unfortunately, no. Okay, so oh, I don't no. know if you guys recall, Debbie Ryan is like a Disney Channel little star for a while. She kind of fell off. I don't know what she's been doing recently. She got like a DUI, I think. Oh, yikes. All right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so back in her like heyday, Amelia, this is not going to translate to pottings than like audio content, so I'm just going to make it <laughs> quick. Do you remember her little smile where it's a little smirk on the side of her face? And yes. she's, like, she's like a shy girl smile. She had these crazy side bangs. She'd look up and do like a little little smirk. Auburn hair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just very her, cutesy. Her bangs were straight, but her hair yep. was very crimped and curly. Yes. Anyway, obviously very cheesy. The teens have turned on Debbie Ryan. They oh, absolutely no. are destroying her on TikTok and no. like recreating her acting abilities and the way she like storms off. We'll tweet a couple on the Tea Time account so you guys don't think I'm crazy. But the poor girl's getting shafted. She's totally moved on with her life. She just married a 21 Pilots drummer recently. Random. Congrats, I guess. Who knew? And she tweeted about it in response to all these people making fun of her. She seems fine, but like oh. ultimately tough blow. What was she like? being okay with the fact that people were making fun of her? She said, I was serious about my craft from a young age and studied technique along Roxanne from a Goofy movie. Do you remember that character? Yes! (laughs) The love interest from a Goofy movie! Yeah, so obviously that girl did the same little shy girl smile. So she's having fun. Sure, Debbie Ryan. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, (laughs) Next one in social media. (laughs) Okay, so J-Lo recently posted, you know, she is— a very, as we've discussed before, she is very into working out. You know, yes. she has a great bod. She mm-hmm. and A-Rod love working out together. So she recently posted a little selfie in her personal gym. And and in the background, super sleuths have noticed there is like this random guy peering in from a window. And if you look close enough, this guy either looks like he has, you know, he's He's been in quarantine for a while, so he's wearing a mask, which is really Mm -hmm. smart. Or there's a man covering this guy's mouth with his hand. So is he? It's very strange. I think it's actually a mask, but you could also interpret it as another person's um, hand over his mouth, which would be uh, kidnapping. But this, it's just we don't know who this man is. We don't know why he's in J Lo's uh, backyard. Has J Lo said anything? No, absolutely nothing. So I tried looking for this man in the photo. Again, we'll tweet this photo so you can see yourself. Tried for a very long time. Could not find him. I don't know 
I don't know. I do have reading glasses. Maybe I should have put them on to try to find him. Could not find this mystery background character. Well, he. I'll I'll make sure you see it because he's definitely it there. in red or something when you will, tweet it. I will definitely do that. But I I just worry for J Lo. You know, we talk about how she is quarantining in this parasite looking house. Yeah. Now there's a random guy maybe in her backyard. Hopefully it's just a gardener. I don't I don't I'm know sure what's she's going okay. on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank God. A lot of bizarre news in this category. Next thing is actually yeah. pretty sad. One of my favorite TV shows, Very Cavallari, is ending because, as we have talked about, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler are getting a divorce after yeah. many years of being together. And obviously the show revolved around basically Jay Cutler being like a total putz and just kind of like lazy guy <laughs> sitting on the couch and Kristen Cavallari kind of running a business and taking care of the kids, whatever. Right. But it's ending because you can't have, I mean, Jay was like this, you know, 50% of the show. Yeah. So she put on Instagram, she says, as I start this new chapter in my life, I have decided not to continue very Cavallari. I absolutely love my time filming, grateful to E, blah, blah, blah. I love you guys. That's kind of it. Like very final, like she's just taking time for herself, which I definitely respect and appreciate. Yeah. But sad. It was extremely entertaining TV. That is, and I was honestly like, I'm going to watch it next season. And now I can't. I mean, I can watch yeah. older seasons. You would have loved it. It's absolutely I'm sure I chaotic. Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, also in social media, this will be quick. Jason Derulo, the kids love him. Very famous on TikTok now. He just recently <laughs> chipped a tooth on a corn on the cob challenge. <laughs> Um, I don't know where or why he's decided to emerge as like a weird vine kind of guy, but he sure. has. You know what? Good for him. He's got to stay relevant nowadays. I know. I suppose. I guess, yeah, cats and all that. He, I think he likes kind of being this like joke, not yes. joke of a person, but just like. But there's definitely some irony in there. Yes. Tweeting about how cats had to edit out <laughs> certain parts of his body. Right. To now this, he's like always in his underwear, just like oh, doing God. weird things. So yeah, Jason Drillo, go be free. Be- <laughs> um, next thing, Amelia. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Okay, so in what, you know, you may have thought this quarantine feels like it's been forever. Well, mm-hmm. it also feels like that the mass Singer has been on forever. Honestly, yes. I, right? But it ended last night in a two-night finale. And the winner was Candy Burris from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's also a recording artist. But she does have a really good voice. She was the night angel. However, and I think most people will agree with me, Turtle, a.k.a. Jesse McCartney, was robbed. He was robbed because that man can sing. He was also doing dance moves with all his performances. I did not see a single, like, bust a move from Candy. No offense, but... Mm -hmm. My theory is, is that they, there have been three, if you can believe, there have been three (laughs) seasons of The Masked Singer. And as we know, the first winner was T-Pain. Second winner was Wayne Brady. And I think they were kind of like, well, we probably need a a female winner. So Mm -hmm. I think that's why Jesse didn't win because, man, if you saw Kiss from a Rose... You would have given him the award right there. Amazing. Look, I love you so much. You know this. And I love this podcast quite a bit. I tried watching The Masked Singer. Tried to put it into words. I wonder if we could chat this through just for two seconds. Sure. I tried watching this TV show. The musical performances themselves, fine. What bothered me and actually caused me to have a headache was all the the noise surrounding the, the TV show. Because underneath every interview, there's like a music track. And then on top of the voice of the interview, they've obviously kind of morphed and like 
manipulated their voice to say they're unrecognizable. Yes. So they have this weird, like, kind of um, techie quality to their songs and also to their voices. And then on top of that, they've got, like, the animal noises of whatever animal they are. It was an assault on my ears. I'm not I'm so joking. I'm sorry. I couldn't even make it through one whole little section before a commercial. <laughs> and they always have, like, who is that? Yeah. Yeah. What is that, Amelia? Why is there I, so much noise? That is a gr- that is a great question, Mass Singer people. If you're listening, please solve that because it is annoying. It's My very ears. annoying. <laughs> Could not fucking believe it. But it's a lot. I, but for you, I will continue to give it chances. So maybe if I, it fixes that, I truly appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> um, last thing, we're just putting an end to this chapter of your life. I feel happy what? for you. <laughs> Thank you. I, you know what? I appreciate that, and I think we're all glad. Because this started, like, what, a year or so ago? Yeah. Um, Varsity Blues. Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky, and her husband, fashion designer Massimo Giannulli, who had that target line, mm-hmm. um, they've agreed to plead guilty to conspiracy charges in connection to their college admissions scandal. Yep. And the thing is, they're not going to be in prison for that long. It, yeah, she's I read, like, two months. a few months, yeah. Yeah, and he is five months. And... That just doesn't sit right with me. And they do mm-hmm. have to pay uh, like a few hundred thousand dollars, but they're very rich already. And right. So it's like, you know what? For rich people get away once again. I know. Kind of a disappointing ending, honestly, especially yeah. after Felicity Huffman was in jail for like, I don't even know how many business days. I think I got something <laughs> shipped bef- and then she was out already. Right. So yeah, it's very disappointing. However, it's nice to have like a little bow on that whole story and hopefully like they can just like hide away for a while. Right. One hundred percent. Yeah, we're moving on to much happier categories for me personally. Not a happier time per se, but this is Amelia's. You ought to know. She treated me last week to some Miley Cyrus content. You're doing it again this week. Go ahead, take it. it away. Okay, so here we go. The background. It is April of two thousand eight, and there's there's a star. She is a star. Her name is Miley Cyrus, and she's still doing Hannah Montana. You know, we've get, we're getting the best of both worlds. And her empire, her Disney Channel empire is huge. Mm-hmm. It's literally worth over a billion dollars. I looked this up. And what happened was this is pretty much her first major controversy. And it is the Vanity Fair uh, June 2008 issue photo shoot where she is sitting with what looks like a satin bed sheet wrapped around her, but she is backless and she is 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And people went absolutely nuts yeah. because she was 15 at the time. And, you know, again, I think they kind of blew this out of proportion. Like, agreed, you know, but I will say, I, I mean, 15 is a little young to, you know, it was so risque because she had this image of the squeaky clean exactly. Hannah Montana Disney star. If you look at the photo now, I'm looking at it. It's it, it's honestly not that risque, especially for Nat, like now what totally. people and teens post online and how honestly like sexualized everything is in this gross way. But people, you're right, freaked out. I remember this New York Post cover. It was the entire page. Half of that page of the New York Post was Miley's shame in like this really 
crazy black and white font. It's a photo from the Vanity Fair cover. And then TV's Hannah apologizes for near nude pic. Oh my, like, it's not even near nude. She got shamed into oblivion. It was insane. It was insane. She had to apologize for it, which is unfair because if you think about it, she's 15 years old. It's not her fault that she was How put in this position. were behind that decision? <laughs> exactly. It was like, Vanity Fair. It was yeah. her father and her mother, yeah. if we're going to blame anyone. And Annie Leibovitz, who is obviously a very famed photographer. She's probably, if not the most famous photographer out there. Mm-hmm. And my dad... Uh, he worked in advertising for a very long time and actually has worked with Annie Leibovitz before. And he has said that she is, she's really good. Not, it's not manipulation, but she's very good in talking people into doing things, which mm-hmm. I think you have to do as a photographer. Mm-hmm. But um, again, it's not really, it's not a, a young 15 year old's fault Correct. to be put in this kind of situation. Correct. And it's just so unfair that people called her, Miley Cyrus, specifically out for doing this. Agreed. And also, there was this really weird air of, like, calling her really derogatory terms. Like, yes, I hate to, but, like, it's very, like, slutty, people right. said. And, like, called her all these horrible things. And, again, the fact that she had to bear the brunt of this problem was so unfair. Right. Totally. And Disney, you know, they weren't obviously involved in the shoot, but a quote from a Disney spokesperson said it was a situation that was created to deliberately manipulate a 15 year old in order to sell magazines. And I would definitely have to agree with that. And it's just uh, like you said, it's unfair because it's not her fault. And also, if you look at the photo now, it's really it's really tame to what 15 year olds are doing now. And also, my biggest concern is that it looks like she needs to eat a sandwich. Right. And this kind of spurred like all this backlash, haircut, like, I mean, not exactly um, in 2008. She had a couple more years of like trying to be good before yeah. she kind of went the complete opposite route. But this turned into her being like, you know what? Middle fingers up to all of Hollywood. Yes. She became like really overly sexual with like these thong body suits and twerking and licking and all these different things because – she felt mad about it, obviously. Totally. And I cannot blame her at all. And I would probably feel the same exact way because right. it's just, it's unfair. And unfortunately, that was the time. And people were just like, we're going to, you know, scapegoat Miley because it, it's her body and she's the one posing. Or right. when again, she's 15, like calm right. down. But this was a top 10 uh, scandal from Time Magazine. It actually ranked in number four, which is wow. kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, again, she had to apologize. Disney had to give a statement. This, like we talked about, is it was kind of a turning, her first big scandal. And it was mm-hmm. a, a turning point for her career and yeah. for herself. And um, like you said, again, she had a few more years to kind of get wilder or yeah. whatever. But it just goes to show you that, you know, young women nowadays and just back then too, cannot get away with anything, even if it's not their fault. And it's just messed up. Agreed. And she's actually commented on this recently, hasn't she? Yes. So like, what's really great, 10 years later, so this was back in 2018, Mm -hmm. she had the photo, um, she had a photo of the Miley Shame New York Post uh, cover. Mm -hmm. And in caps on Twitter, she wrote, I'm not sorry. Fuck you. Hashtag (laughs) 10 years ago. Which, yes, we stand. Agreed. Yeah, that is so right. So God bless you, Miley. The fact that it only took 10 years for everyone to be like, 
oh, wait, what? That was not right. As opposed right. to a lot of times this take like decades and decades. So I guess Literal. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But an insane time. Yeah. What, what did you, like as someone who was her age at that time, what did you think of well, I idolized and idolized current present tense her um, in every different way. So yes. like this, I wasn't also because she was my age. I didn't look at this and be like, oh my God, her body. Like I, it, <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah, insane right, right. to me. Um, sure. And I obviously didn't understand the gravity of the situation. Couldn't understand Hollywood as an industry or whatever it was. So it, I think that this wasn't as much of a turning point when I got like sad about who she was until later when she started really going insane and insane. I mean, more like really overtly sexual kind of like rebelling against and making music that like wasn't exactly using her voice. It was just kind of more commentary on the world, whatever. So yeah, this was not some huge disappointment to me. You know, this was nothing. I couldn't believe how much outrage came from it. Totally. Yeah, totally. And if you, and again, looking at the photo, it's just like, okay, like, she's a backless. I mean, I have seen 15-year-olds nowadays wearing less than her. So, like, people needed to calm down. I know. This Amelia's You Ought to Know category has been great because you kind of, like, you have so much more perspective being like, what the fuck? Why was everyone <laughs> freaking out about that? What do we have to come? Do you have other things in the in the plans for Amelia's You Ought to Know? I mean, we can, well, there are so many things that I love to remember. I mean, <laughs> we're talking, like, that was, it was heyday for Britney, for Lindsay, for yep. Paris. All that good stuff. Even I think we should look back on America's Next Top Model. I think we should do more of reality shows. Yeah, that'll I be a huge a good... undertaking for Tea Time. That would be <laughs> awesome because <laughs> okay, that show is batshit crazy. <laughs> okay, and also just keep in mind, do as much Miley content as you want. I support you. I love talking 100%. about her. Okay, bringing back Kay Hallowell. This is sad. This is taking a somber tone. This is our last cringe mode twilight granted hadn't been that long we didn't like dive that deep however i feel attached to the content do you feel I do sad too. i do <laughs> i feel like you know we we started doing this when we weren't sure how long we were going to be in quarantine and now we're Correct. like we're gonna have to come up with more cringe mode right um, this was this a band-aid on a bullet yeah. hole we didn't realize it was a bullet wound <laughs> this is our first baby our first cringy baby <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, we're doing the extended Twilight canon. We wrapped up the series, the official series last week. This week, we're just going to do assorted things. Twilight is really back in the zeitgeist. So we're going to talk about just some options Correct. that you have if you just can't get enough Twilight or if yeah. you just really love it. Um, so I'm <laughs> going to start out and talk about some extended reading material because Stephanie Meyer has just absolutely been a sh- shameless in trying to create this cash cow and just keep this going without coming up with anything new. So, Mm -hmm. first up, Midnight Sun. I've ranked these three items by necessity, by (laughs) how, exactly how shameless they were from least shameless to most shameless. So, Midnight Sun Mm -hmm. is Twilight from Edward's point of view. Stephanie Meyer is going to release it in full later this year, I think in August, which is crazy to me because I looked it up online today and the entire thing exists online on some shady sites, but I was able to read it. So, I'm not entirely sure how that's going to go, but if you you want to read it, you can Speaking of Cash Cow, I personally read all those Twilight books, I'm sorry to admit, but for free online. Granted, some of the later chapters started like kind of glitching and there's a lot of Russian (laughs) thrown in there. But those books are also free online. So 
I'm sure she's just rolling and it doesn't need it. But like, I'm wondering exactly how much cash is in the cash cow for Stephanie Myers right. right now. Especially if Midnight Sun's on there. Maybe that's why she has to keep doing this. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, people are ripping off my books and then talking about it on a podcast. Uh, so apologies to Stephanie Meyer. We definitely um, aren't doing anything illegal on this podcast. Okay, so <laughs> Midnight, <laughs> Midnight Sun uh, is Twilight from Edward's point of view. And I, I flipped through it kind of to find some interesting scenes that I was like, oh, I wonder what Edward was thinking in this scene. And the obvious one is the bio scene where Bella walks in for the first time and he has like that horrible reaction to her. Yeah. So first of all, Edward's point of view, you would think it would be interesting to hear like the point of view of someone who knows everyone's thoughts, but it's actually super boring because he knows everything and he doesn't have to think about anything. He just knows it. (laughs) So that was tough. That was tough. Um, But the biology scene, she walks in the room and he's like, first of all, he's like overcome, blah, blah, blah. He's like, she smells amazing. I'm going to kill her. But then he's Mm -hmm. like, I also have to kill everyone else. So then he's like plotting the deaths of all 20 people in the room. He's like, the window isn't an option. I have to block the door. And then he was like, I should kill her first. And then he was like, no, her blood will get cold. Like, I don't want that. I have to kill everyone else first. And then he was like, okay, but they're going to be screaming and people are going to hear him. So literally, like, there's like three pages where he's like plotting how to kill literally everyone in the school. And being like, what? well, if like I, I want her first, but then what if she gets away? But then like, ooh, I don't want her if she's been dead for too long. It's like no, no, no. That will not dark. fly in today's society. You can't joke about that. You can't write about it. Stephanie <laughs> Myers. I don't care if he's a vampire. It's dark. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my so God. That was, so that was illuminating. And that was Fucking tough. yikes. That's the problem yeah. with a blood-sucking animal. It, right. You can't have it both ways. You can't have him be this like heartthrob who like cares and is very gentle with this woman, but then also have a half of him be like thirsting after actual yeah. people. Like a legit serial killer. So that right. was tough. Um, but honestly, <laughs> it was kind of interesting. It was like technically something new. So I was like, okay. 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 Second book is called The Short Second Life of Brie Tanner. This is a short story that Stephanie Meyer released. And it's about the rando young vampire in the end of Eclipse. Where, like, they, she's on Victoria's, like, squad. They capture everyone. She surrenders. Then the Volturi end up killing her. So it's, like, her little journey with Victoria. And, like, honestly, it's not interesting enough for me to tell you about. Like, it's so boring. <laughs> and so unnecessary. And really dumb. So Great. technically, I, I, again, ranked it higher up because it's technically new material. But don't read it. It's really boring. You don't care about Brie Tanner. Come on. Great. Finally, the least necessary thing Stephanie Meyer has ever done. It was released a gender-swapped version of Twilight. This is called Twilight, Life, and Death. And she switched the the genders of every character in the book. And the names, first of all, (laughs) are just awful. (laughs) I'm looking at it. I can't wait for you to say these out loud. Bella Swan becomes a boy. And his name is Beaufort. Why? He goes by Bo. There are so many names that start with B. Can I would just, rather, goddamn honest truth, have him be named Bob than Beaufort. <laughs> Bob Swan is stronger than Beaufort. <laughs> Bobby Swan, he could have been Bobby. That's straight Beaufort. up cute. Yeah. Beaufort. So that's really tough <laughs> to start out with. And then Edward becomes Edith, which I'm like, again, like you could have gone Elizabeth. You could have yeah. gone Ella, L, yeah. anything, yeah. Edith, but it's E-D-Y-T-H-E. Sure. Why? I don't know. Liz was taking a drink when I said that, and that was a mistake. Um, I'm just going to rattle off some other ones. Jacob Black becomes Jules Black. Billy Black becomes Ugh. Bonnie Black. Carlisle becomes Kareen. Uh, Emmett becomes Eleanor. Alice becomes Archie. Again, a- any other A name. 
Rosalie becomes Royal. Is that a boy's what? name? I don't know. Uh, Jasper becomes Jessamine, and then it just goes downhill Okay, from there. here's the thing. I know Stephanie Myers is the professional novelist, so I took, like, a creative <laughs> writing class in college. So, like, I don't have the authority to weigh in here. However, you knew these names were going to be bad because in the second half of the last book, we talked about this last week, all these random people start coming in. The names get weirder the more, like, as They're each so person bad. arrives. So you knew that she had some weird thing in her head about names. She wasn't just going to name them, you know, just like— have regular names. Emma and Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah, really bad. Really tough. I didn't even read this one. I was like, I can't. But fun fact— <laughs> The ending is changed because she was like, I can't do a trilogy. Obviously, first of all, she wasn't going to because that would be work. And second of all, (laughs) you can't you can't have someone like your main character human get pregnant with a baby if it's a boy. So the ending of this book is different because when Beaufort gets bit by (laughs) the other vampire, Edith just lets him turn and then they fake Beaufort's death. They fake his funeral and then he is a vampire, which my question why didn't Twilight just end that way? I just had that thought. Like, that was so much easier. That would have been a clean, nice little bow in the whole story. Just, you're 13, you read it, you're like, all right, would we have ever thought about that story again? Maybe not. Maybe but- not. It would have been cleaner, though, and we wouldn't be here. And I would <laughs> perhaps be happier. Maybe not, though. This is fun. Okay, Liz, take me into the other extended Twilight canon. Okay, the thing obviously I care about when thinking about Twilight is just all the drama and gossip that ensued on and off set because obviously it's well-known Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart had a very long and people think happy relationship. Um, They dated for a couple years. It started in 2008 um, when that first Twilight movie was released. They dated all the way up into 2012. They never confirmed it actually publicly, but that was when they're in their weird shadowy, like don't want to say anything to anybody, like anti-Hollywood phase as they were doing these movies. Anyway, 2012 comes, they're both like, Bonafide stars. They're huge. They're paparazzi everywhere. And Kristen Stewart is filming Snow White and the Huntsman with this director named Rupert Sanders. And then I don't know if I think it stuck out in my mind. I don't know if this is like hugely remembered for everyone else, but these paparazzi photos came out of Kristen Stewart cuddling and kissing Rupert Sanders while she was dating Robert Pattinson in a car, on a bridge. There's like this really famous set of photos because they only got it on this like one day. Obviously this like completely blew up. He is 19 years her senior. She was this like little Hollywood starlet kind of person. Everyone was like absolutely outraged. Meanwhile, Rupert Sanders' wife, her name is Libert Ross. She played Kristen Stewart's mom in Snow White and the Huntsman. So she was on set frolicking around while this affair was going on. I didn't know that part. Yeah, wow. I just read it this morning. Wow. Horrible. That's dark. Horrible. That's and really also, tough. she cheated on Robert Pattinson. He cheated on his wife. So, all around, really absolutely bad. horrible. Everyone blew up at this news. She called it a momentary indiscretion. And then she issued this huge apology. Obviously, they broke, everybody broke up from this affair. Um, she was actually booted from the 2016 sequel because of it, because like obviously Disney and the big corporate overlords were like, this caused so much drama. We're not going to even touch it, touch you. Like you're kind of gone. So she wasn't mm. even in the second movie. That movie sucks. So maybe for the best, but still. I damn. mean, true. Also, this cause, and I hate to bring up this godforsaken name on this lovely, pure podcast. I'm sorry. It has to be done. This caused, uh, 
he who shall not be named Donald Trump, <laughs> this really weird ongoing obsession with the two of them and like their relationship in particular. And this is back when his Twitter is deranged now, but back in 2012, his Twitter was like actually batshit crazy. <laughs> So I'm looking, um, Gawker compiled all of the tweets in this article they wrote at the time, and it goes on and on and on. Donald Trump keeps talking about how Kristen Stewart is a dog and yeah. how she'd do it again. Don't get back with him. Robert Pattinson, listen to me. Like, I'll know best. He goes, lots of response to my Pattinson-Kristen Stewart reunion. She will cheat again. A hundred certain. Am I ever wrong? Robert, I'm getting a lot of heat for saying you should dump Kristen, but I'm right. If you saw the Miss Universe girls, you would reconsider. Oh. He's disgusting. We don't need to say, I mean, we don't need to say that. Obviously, everyone knows he's disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, he goes on and on and on tweeting about them. It's still <sighs> weird to this day. It's like one of the weirder blemishes on this whole story that he's involved. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. She talked about it on SNL recently, and then she had the line where she was like, I'm so gay, dude. And then everyone like laughed, and then they. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. had to, unfortunately. What a journey kind of, she's had. She's had to talk about this event like a lot through the last eight or however many years, like, which people should stop asking about it. Obviously, she was just like young. It was back then, and she's done a lot more with her career. But yeah, it's like forever a blemish on her entire career in Hollywood was this affair. Sure is. Well, um, they're crushing it now. It's okay. Yeah, they are. And they're both in happy relationships. They are. Um, next thing in the Twilight canon, which is much more fun, is the resurgence of Twilight on TikTok, which oh like, my me and you are thoroughly enjoying. We are. And so many people have sent us the Twilight TikToks. Yes. Like every week we get like three or four Twilight TikToks yes. because there's some new viral thing. But they're all hilarious. They're great. The biggest one is this dance set to the tune of like Bella's lullaby, like the <laughs> piano ballad that Edward plays. It's a very like, it's sweet, but somber song. And people are like literally twerking to it. Makes me kind yeah. of uncomfortable, but it does make me laugh. It's so funny. Yeah, it's like this, like, I can't even do it, but it's like this piano song, this slow piano yeah. song. And then people are doing like this hardcore TikTok dance to it. It's like right. become this whole thing. Right. Um, which if you are our age and like went through this with us, like you would immediately know the Bella's lullaby when you hear it. Yes. So it's like this total dichotomy of like what you're seeing, what you're hearing. It's hilarious. I for one love it. And I also think that all the teens are like rewatching the movie because everyone keeps grabbing clips of how horrible the acting is. Yeah. Which, to be fair, as we revisited it, we knew. At yeah. the time, it was like the height of their power. Right. They could do no wrong. But yeah. yeah. We Just learned. search Twilight on TikTok. Oh, my You'll gosh. You'll be really happy. Next thing is cast Where Are They Now? This was less depressing than I thought, only because Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson have had such amazing careers since then. Kristen Stewart, obviously, Charlie's Angels was her last big project. She's got two more movies coming out in 2020. Robert Pattinson has Batman. He's a Dior fragrance model. He's photographed constantly. Like, they're both still very much the yeah. A-list, I would say. And I think, like, were. very respected now is, like, the yeah. big change. Like, they've done so many indies and, like, so many art house movies and, like, yeah. really critical faves, which was yeah. so not the case eight years ago. That's hard um, to do to curb yeah. that image. Yeah. They've really pivoted. However, the rest of the cast, Anna Kendrick, everyone who listens knows my thoughts on her. She has a Quibi show, so congrats to her. Taylor Lautner looked up his IMDb. IMDb. Last credit was in 2018, and then like before then, his last major thing was Scream Queens in 2016. Huh. He's now dating a Christian nurse who's also kind of like an Instagram influencer. They seem very in love, but he's definitely just sidestepped this entire yeah. industry. Honestly, good like. for him. 
Sure. Right. Agreed. <laughs> um, Ashley Green, who plays Alice Cullen, is in the, I, it got, it got more random as I went down, is in a basketball <laughs> movie coming out in 2020. She still does upload some Instagrams of like throwbacks of the Twilight movies. So you I do respect it. that she didn't erase that from her entire past. She's married. Great. Nikki Reed, she was in two TV shows in 2019. She was in a Black Eyed Peas short movie for Where is hmm. the Love? And then it goes back to 2015. So again, not a Nikki lot. Nikki Reed, though, famous for A, doing really uh, intimate yoga poses with her brother. Yes. B, being married to the guy from the Vampire Diaries. Just an iconic vampire, <laughs> iconic vampire couple. Crossover right. hit. Um, right. And three, making jewelry, right? She made Correct. Jenna Duan's engagement ring. So really, Correct. Nikki Reed has also, has also really uh, diversified her income. She has, and she and for good measure. Um, yeah, so it got more random. I didn't care to look. In, I mean, the rest, you all know them. You know yeah. their faces, but like— They didn't they, do much. No, they did not, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and then that got me thinking, if we were to cast Twilight in 2020, what would it look like? Who is the cast? And I'm very curious to hear your guys' thoughts. I came up with a couple, but like, please tweet Kate and I if you can yeah. come up with anything better. You're probably more like on the pulse than we are. Mm. Here's what I was thinking. And this was the first that came to me so strongly. Hit me. Jacob Black, Noah Centineo. Thoughts? (laughs) Um, I have a lot of thoughts. Most of them are nope. (laughs) He's big. He's burly. He's tan. He has the dumb jock energy that Jacob Black needs. Right? You can see him easily transforming he doesn't have, because he, you need like a hit star. You need already someone like in the limelight. And he doesn't have that willowy, pale, kind of shadow-esque figure of an Edward Cullen. So he has to be Jacob Black. You're right. I think you're on the right track in terms of stardom. My question for you is, I know Noah Centineo is dumb enough to do this, but I don't think anyone is dumb enough to cast a white actor as Jacob Black in 2020. You know what? Okay. You're right. You know? You're right. And I'll that, take, I'll but, sit but on that. But Noah Centineo right. would think that was a great idea. <laughs> right. The other only guy I thought of, because he just had like the frame for it, and it's just like mm-hmm. that dumb jock, is Jacob Elordi. Do you know who that is? He's dating yeah. Zendaya. Yeah. I sure do. Ooh, he's Zendaya. in Euphoria. Her she's, honestly, she's too good for it. She really <laughs> she is. is. Too good for it. The other thing I think you mentioned was that this wouldn't be like a four part movie series anymore, we don't think. Right. This would be like a CW Netflix show. Like a Definitely Riverdale. Definitely Netflix. Which it yeah. should be. It should be like an over-the-top kind of Netflix show like that, yeah. which I had some inspiration based on that thought. First Ooh. of all, I was, Edward's tough. It's hard to come up with an Edward in 2020. Yeah. I came up with a horrible one. Old. I was going to say Charles Melton, but he's 29. And I was mm. like, we need to have actual teens. So that was enough. Charles Melton However, could play Jacob. Okay, keep going. Maybe, yeah. Okay, I hear I, ha- I have two people. Alice. Rowan Blanchard from Girl Meets World. She's got the pixie already. Oh, She's wow. like got this very otherworldly vibe. She's like yes. 19. You yes. know, she looks a little older than she is. She could pull it off. Here's my real inspiration. This was just a touch of. Do you know who's 19 currently? Uh, has very pale skin, very long hair, is a burgeoning actress in the world. Uh, very beautiful. Has a history with the Twilight franchise. Mackenzie Foy. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. I fucking knew you were going to say that. It would be a perfect Bella. That's my take. She would. It's the prophecy. It's just it it's is. destiny. She, it's meant to be. It's like yes. a continuing cycle. And then she can have a creepy CGI baby, and then that can be the next Bella in the next Twilight remake. She deserves redemption. You're it's right. It's her destiny. 
You're right. That's perfect. You know what? I had such a hard time figuring out Bella. And I was like, in order to get the teens to watch, you have to get like a TikTok star. So I was you thinking, would. you're going to die. I don't even know if you know who this is, but she's brunette and white. Her name is Charlie D'Amelio. Do you know who that is? I don't. <laughs> Thank God. Honestly, Sorry. it's for the best. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I also thought Storm Reed could be really good as Bella. Ooh, yeah. Like her a lot. Odea Rush, who's in Dumplin' and like oh, right. Salsa. I liked yeah. her too. Anyway, it was kind of slim pickings. Also, a lot of options. I don't know a lot of teen actors. <laughs> I know. That was my so problem too. It's tough. There's like that Netflix herd and then that's it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think also the teens are too smart to like buy in to like this yeah. dumbass story now. Yeah. They're just smarter than we were. So I feel like they got to make it edgier. They got to make it maybe more dangerous. Right. I don't know. The teens could, expect more nowadays. Yeah, they could see all the flaws in the original story and be like, no. Right. Well, I'm sure we'll get a Twilight remake one of these days. They're remaking everything. I would say next five years we get a Twilight TV show. Absolutely. We called it here first. Listen up, people. This is a tea time scoop. Now we're closing the book on Cringe Mode Twilight. I feel sad. Oh. We'll come back. We'll come back with a different Cringe Mode at some point. Send us your suggestions. Yes. Okay. Last category, bringing in Amelia for unanswerable questions. First up, Kate Hallowell, take it away. What's your question? I have a question about the Snyder Cut. Because it's a real thing. If you aren't as online as we are, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, the Snyder Cut is a cut of Justice League that Zack Snyder made before he left the movie for personal reasons. Joss Whedon came in. People think he ruined the movie. The fans have been asking for Zack Snyder's version of this movie for years. People were like, it's not real. They'll never get it. Shut up. It's happening. It's real. It's happening on HBO Max. My question is, what movie do you want to see release their own Snyder Cut, which is like a different version of the movie than was seen originally in theaters? I have two answers. Not to keep going on Twilight, but I would like <laughs> to see the Chuck Esme cut of Twilight, where instead of the CGI baby, they just used the animatronic robot baby. <laughs> because I would like, I just would like to see that in all of its glory and horror. Mm-hmm. And then I would also like to see the cut of Cats, where instead of the CGI, it's just everyone in their motion capture suits and like James Corden just licking his hand and then just like <laughs> rolling around on the floor. I would like to see it. I think those are great answers. My answer, I think the whole point is like you have to feel really strongly about like a story. You have to kind of be right. a nerd about like one yeah. different thing. So my answer is really going to expose me. But I did feel very strongly when these movies came out and when the story itself wrapped up. Take yourself back to the Hunger Games era. Mm, mm. And basically, Jennifer Lawrence had to choose between Peta Malark or Gail Hawthorne. Gail Hawthorne, played by Liam Hemsworth. Peta Malark, played by, what's that guy's name? Josh uh, Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson. Thank you. Did I just pull that out? Amazing. <laughs> you did? Amazing. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence picks Josh Hutcherson. Is that his name? That doesn't even feel right. He's so irrelevant I don't know. To me. I think that's wrong. <laughs> Wait, is it Hutchinson or Hutcherson? It's Hutcherson, I think. Wait, let's see. (laughs) Josh Hutcherson, give me some credit, please. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Okay, Jennifer Lawrence ends up with Josh Hutcherson in all of his like 5'9 glory, which has got Liam Hemsworth standing right there. Josh Hutcherson is actually 5'5". No. Uh, Okay, I'm not trying to hide. That's fine. That's really fine. But I just feel like (laughs) I have to swallow some stuff. I, I just feel like given... The option, Jennifer Lawrence maybe should have made it. And it also made a better, they were childhood best friends in the story. It was just like a better Doesn't tale. she end up, but that's in the story, right? In the book, she ends up with PETA. 
But she ends up with, but it's not Liam Hemsworth is my problem. So I need oh the Francis okay. Lawrence cut because right. he directed the last Hunger Games and uh-huh. I need to see a different ending. That's wow. fair. Honestly, that doesn't make sense that she would go with Josh Hutcherson. So I agree. Mm-hmm. That's when you know it's like true love though, you know? That's yes, you're right. That's true. So, but He can stand on a stool. It's fine. <laughs> Willie, wow. do you have an answer? I don't, you know what? I'm just kind of like, you know what? It's a movie. Great. That's healthy. You know, whatever. I'm sorry. I, yeah. That's wow. Okay. Well, we're going to end it with your unanswerable question. So go ahead. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So recently, my friend actually texted me and he was like, Do you know about the Ryan Seacrest, um, like aneurysm? And I was like, Excuse me. He's fine. He's totally fine. He just had a weird appearance on like the finale of American Idol and he just looked kind of out of it and his eyes were a little droopy. But you got to remember that this man, he is going coast to coast, literally coast to coast every day. And I, I just, I feel bad for him because he's probably exhausted. I don't know how he stays awake. It's, mm-hmm. He's doing Kelly and Ryan. He's doing his morning show. He's also doing American Idol at night. It just, th- there's no way this man, you know, isn't going to die of exhaustion anyway. <laughs> Don't quote so, on that, but so don't, don't quote. Yeah, exactly. But the point is, American Idol is the third season of the rebooted show. Yikes. But also, it's over now. <laughs> However, they released a track like a couple of weeks ago, and it was, you know, the We Are the World mm-hmm. thing that they did in the 80s. Well, they, they bring it up every, you know, few years when there's like, you know, a, a global troubles, you know, which is great because, you know, they make money and they donate it to charities. And this time they did it for the, you know, coronavirus. However, if you watch the music videos for this thing, like I think you both have, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It is. Why didn't they just record it on Zoom? Because literally they are singing and they have these people superimposed over Getty images of just American monuments, but also American like forests, trees, oceans, beaches. It is tragic. You really have to watch it. It's hard to paint an accurate picture of how awkward and cheesy it is. Mm -hmm. It's It's like a parody. It's it is so it is a parody. It's so sad. And you have like Lionel Richie, like projected over Arches National Park. And he's giving the thumbs up. And he's like, <laughs> we are the world. And it's just like, oh, this song isn't even good anymore. And it's just like, you know what? You should have recorded on Zoom. It would have been a lot better than trying to project these people over national monuments. Amelia, I have a last minute unanswerable question for you. Which would you rather yes. for the rest of your life have okay. to watch on a loop? Gal Gadot's oh. Oh, no. Imagine or whatever the hell that video was or this one. Oh my God. On it, probably this one just because the because it's so absurd and and you know what? I, I just get, I'm just like, oh God, this is, I could, there's so much to it that you could break it down and you'd at least get a little more entertainment value. Whereas right. the Gal Gadot video, they're just like, Huh, I think I'm a singer. And you're right. Like, yeah. It's like Jamie okay. Dornan in a bathroom. You don't right, want that. Exactly. Yeah. We don't okay. care. We well, don't care. Richie on the Grand Canyon is better than Jamie Dornan it's in a bathroom. 100%. <laughs> Any day of the week. Okay, yeah. fair, fair, fair. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I miss you both, Kate, Amelia, and We're going to bring the group well. back together soon. We're going to. Yes, we we've been doing days. this too long. Yes. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kaya, for editing this whole mess together. Uh, (laughs) I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.